1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Although COVID surges in the South have been making headlines, hospitals in Oregon are now also struggling to handle the influx of patients, partly because this state has the fewest hospital beds per capita. On today's episode, we hear how National Guard troops are helping one hospital. Monday, August 30th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIS Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Before we start today's show, I want to thank you for listening. I've been producing GIST Healthcare Daily for almost two years now, and I want to hear from you about what you like and what you want to hear more of on the podcast. We have a five-question survey that will take just a few minutes and would really help us out. Just click the link in the description or go to gisthealthcare.com survey to fill it out. Thanks. Oregon had avoided some of the worst of COVID until now. Hospitals are close to, if not at capacity, and hospitalizations jumped nearly 1,000 percent since early July. Patients are waiting in the emergency department for days for care, and at least one has died waiting for an ICU bed. The governor is sending National Guard troops and deploying hospital crisis teams to help. As an ICU nurse at Asante Rogue Medical Center in Medford in the southern part of the state told CBS News last week, I mean, every day we see just the body boxes roll out one after the other. And then as soon as we clean the room, we get somebody back in there. It's, it's the worst we've ever seen. The situation in Oregon sounds a lot like what we're hearing from hotspots in the southern U.S. But in Oregon, Governor Kate Brown is taking active measures to try and slow the spread, announcing one of the strictest mask mandates in the country.
1: Masks will be required in all public outdoor settings where physical distancing is not possible, regardless of vaccination status. Masks have proven to be effective at reducing transmission and are a necessary measure right now.
0: If you're thinking, wait, Oregon has vaccinated more than 70% of its population and, when adjusted for population, has an incidence of COVID that's half that of Florida. Why is the COVID surge so bad there? Well, it's partly because Oregon has so few hospital beds per capita. For every 1,000 people in Oregon, the state has 1.7 hospital beds. That's compared to a national average of 2.4. For a comparison, southern states with COVID surges, like Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama, have more than three hospital beds for every 1,000 people. Oregon's health system was reformed under former governor and ER doctor John Kitzhaber to focus on preventive care and reduce hospitalizations. But the system, with little excess capacity, is now struggling under the weight of this wave, driven by the Delta variant. The surges are the worst in the rural parts of the state, with low vaccination rates. Some of these patients, however, are ending up in hospitals in bigger cities, like St. Charles Medical Center in Bend, the largest city in central Oregon. The four hospital system has a capacity of about 275 adult critical and acute care beds. And the chief medical officer, Dr. Jeff Absalon, said during an August 19th press call, the situation is bad.
1: I can't overstate this. Um, What we're going through right now is unimaginable. So quite simply put, and I don't want to miss my words, we're rationing care. Um, only patients that have the most severe needs for surgical care are getting that care in our hospitals today and many, many, many more are waiting.
0: St. Charles Medical Center's flagship hospital is in Bend, and the system has three smaller hospitals in nearby towns. The three-county region that the health system operates in has about two-thirds of adults vaccinated. But the surge is still affecting COVID and non-COVID care. The system has delayed close to 3,000 surgeries because they don't have the staff or space to perform them. But as Assistant Chief Medical Officer Dr. Doug Merrill told me last week, it's not fair to call those elective surgeries
1: with this pandemic now stretching towards two years, none of it is truly elective. But um, in addition, we've had to delay access to uh, inpatient cancer surgery and heart surgery and those kinds of things. So um, that's pretty dire. It's one of the probably untold stories of the pandemic is how difficult uh, the combination of high COVID census Um, You know, 70 of our beds being taken up by COVID patients uh, combined with the chronic national shortage of staff uh, has meant that um, many people who should have access to healthcare and typically did have access to healthcare don't have it. And so folks with heart attacks and strokes and diabetes and cancer uh, and vascular problems who typically could get in for surgery... um, just have not been able to do that at our hospital.
0: Merrill says the capacity problem is really a staffing issue. The hospital simply does not have enough workers. Yes, they need nurses like most hospitals across the country. But Merrill says they need all kinds of staff.
1: We have staffing shortages in, in basically every category. Our um, environmental care uh, folks, dietary, nutrition, basically every, every category.
0: For context, the system with about 3,400 employees has about 800 open positions, a quarter of which are for nurses. After appealing to the state for help, the governor deployed 150 National Guard troops to the Central Oregon area. They're not clinicians, but Merrill says they're still helping free up healthcare workers to focus on patient care.
1: National Guard is doing an array of activities, very logistically noted. getting equipment and supplies from one place to another, uh, doing some uh, patient sitting and observation uh, when patients need a one-on-one human to watch them, um, and uh, helping with the logistics of moving patients and moving equipment is huge. It's taking that burden off of our uh, caregivers. who can then actually do patient touch
0: work. After our interview, Governor Brown finalized contracts with two staffing firms to deploy more than 500 registered nurses, paramedics, nursing assistants, respiratory therapists, and medical techs around the state, some of whom will be sent to St. Charles Health System facilities. This help is much needed because, as Merrill explains, despite offering far above market rates, the system hasn't been able to rely on travel nurses.
1: We are paying far more than we ever paid uh, per hour. We're paying extremely large uh, bonuses, uh, both for uh, travelers and for uh, permanent uh, folks to come on board. Um, But we've had travelers really do an unthinkable thing uh, this year that we've never seen before, where halfway through their contract, they'll just tell us they're leaving because they got an amazing offer in Texas or California somewhere else where they um, are paying an enormous amount because they're um, in even more dire straits than we are.
0: The healthcare worker shortage goes far beyond hospitals. Shortages in nursing homes, rehabs, and skilled nursing facilities are hampering the hospital's ability to discharge patients to post-acute care facilities, says Merrill.
1: We were up uh, a couple weeks back uh, in the mid-40s of folks who were uh, languishing in the hospital that that could actually go to a facility, but the facilities didn't have any spots. So working closely with our own teams, we've been able to distribute some staffing to those uh, locations, which really leveraged uh, multiple beds for them to open. Um, unfortunately, as the surge has gotten worse, we just got word yesterday that one of our main locations uh, was is now required by the state to turn itself into a COVID-receiving facility, which will essentially shut down its value to receiving non-COVID patients who are who make up the bulk of folks who are ready to, to go to a facility. So, you know, each week is different.
0: Much like other states, Governor Brown ordered that healthcare workers need to be vaccinated or risk losing their jobs by the end of September. The state breaks down vaccination status by healthcare job and, as of mid-August, only about 60 percent of registered nurses, paramedics, and respiratory therapists were vaccinated. That's compared with almost 90 percent of medical doctors. As of early August, about three quarters of St. Charles Health System staff was vaccinated. And Merrill says staff getting infected and having to quarantine is another big strain.
1: Last I saw, I had around 100 folks on furlough, and that's been going on and off since the pandemic started. Good news, bad news is Those illnesses are happening people are contracting the disease out in the Community it's just a a litmus that we're not doing enough out in the Community people. Not enough people are getting vaccinated people aren't wearing masks or not socially distancing we really need them to because it does impact our staff.
0: Data scientists are projecting this surge won't peak until right before Labor Day. And now hospitals in the state's largest city of Portland are also running into capacity issues and delaying some elective care that requires inpatient stays. As Oregon Health Authority Director Patrick Allen warned less than two weeks ago, everyone needs to be extra careful because there's not much flex in the health system to care for non-COVID patients.
1: But here's what we all need to face. Oregon hospitals are not far from reaching the point where health systems may not be able to provide the highest level of care to everyone who needs it. Whether they have COVID-19, or if they've been in an accident, or if they've had a heart attack or any other of many medical crises any of us could suddenly and unexpectedly experience today or any day in our lives.
0: Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.